Welcome to Consequential Flowers Leadership Seeds Podcast, where transformational leaders help us cultivate our strengths as bold, impactful leaders. I'm Jamie, founder of Consequential Flowers. In this episode of Find a Way, we are honored to welcome Carrie Ann Brinkman, president of Blackheart. Blackheart Records was the first woman-founded and owned record label ever. Joan Jett, the queen of rock and roll, co-founded Blackheart Records in 1980 after Joan's all-female rock band was rejected by 23 record labels. Nobody wanted to work with an all-female rock band. Carrie Ann, the president, is a visionary, talented, passionate leader and a beautiful match to lead Blackheart Records in their fourth decade of growth and innovation. Carrie Ann and Blackheart are passionately committed to growing diversity and new talent in the music industry. Welcome, Carrie Ann. Thank you. Happy to be here. We chose Find a Way as the title of the entire month as a leadership theme in honor, really, of Blackheart's innovation and Joan Jett. And one of the questions that is I have thought about for years as I followed Joan Jett and Blackheart is there's been this incredible, robust culture of innovation um, and evolution. And there's been so much growth. Can you talk about what is at the heart of Blackheart's innovation? Probably it's a necessity is the mother of invention. It's really about pivoting when you need to pivot and being able to stay authentic to what you are as a company, as an individual, but also um, understanding what's what's happening around you in the world. And the biggest thing I would say is perseverance and and how important that is. And, and you can't say no. You can't take no for an answer. You have to keep going. You have to to go over obstacles. That's how I live my life, and that's how I uh, run the company. You said perseverance, Carrie Ann, and that is really important. It sounds like that's a huge part of the culture, like the values. What else is at Blackheart that's really a core value? Um, integrity, I would say, is a big one, and um, you know, really as I said, staying authentic to who you are, whether that's who you are as an artist, who you are as a company, uh, who you are as a brand. We really take that seriously. And we aren't intimidated out of it, which isn't always the easiest path. But, you know, we stay on our path and it served us well, because at the end of the day, what you have is, is your identity as a company as an artist, as, you know, in your own career. So that is a big thing for us. And also um, helping those that maybe don't fit into a box. That's a big thing for us um, is, is giving voice to those that don't traditionally have the opportunity to share their voice. So you just said something that I want to expand on that you're helping people who don't fit into a box and that you have Mm -hmm. to be true to yourself. Working with so many young women and young women leaders, especially, there are a lot of forces in the world, societal forces 
that put people in a box. Right. And in talking with women, they even even at younger ages in college age, when they share their ideas, I can tell that they're there's like a path to being in a box. Right, right. They're guarded. How do you recognize if that's happening to you, that forces around you are trying to put you in a box? Because when everyone is doing that, that, that you sometimes, have you ever heard the term, the, the fish doesn't notice the water that it's swimming in? Right, right. No, of course. I mean, it's, it's society as a whole, and I, I always have hopes that it's changing. Because honestly, I mean, that definitely happened to me early on. I think it takes a minute to find your voice because while you need to be authentic in yourself and really concentrate on on finding your voice, you also have to listen. So I think it's an interesting balance. But I really think experience, age, et cetera, eventually, at least this has been my path, and I hope for, you know, going forward, I have two daughters. I hope they experience it earlier because, you know, change is incremental and it's cyclical, but it is, there is change. And, and I think that um, right now there's massive change um, for women and, you know, for men too, but really for women is what we're concentrating on. I hope that women now have more room for their voices. Cause I think in the beginning of my career, sometimes I felt like, oh, I took up too much space in a room. If I used my voice, that kind of thing, that was very, I think that was a very common thing for, you know, I'm 41. Um, I think that was a common thing for women my age coming up uh, early in their career is that they would feel that way, especially in my industry, which is incredibly, incredibly male dominated. But I think it should be changing now. I think that young women have more role models to look at. You know, it's certainly more than when I was in my 20s. It's so validating to hear you say all these things because I felt the same way throughout my career that I had to be in the you know, keep my space in the room mm-hmm. and and might not recognize that my voice wasn't being heard and just talking about it helps is helpful to our community because it creates the awareness that that's important. We, um, the consequential flowers is a place to practice sharing your voice. Like what we talk about is we're not going to show up in a boardroom and when we're like 40, 41 or 35 even or older and be able to share our voice. We have to first recognize it and then start practicing it every day. Right. And it has to be a respectful voice because just because you have an opinion and because you have a thought, it doesn't mean that, you know, your voice is should be louder than everybody else's. But at the same time, you have to strike the balance of being taking the risk to use your voice because more often than not, it, it's a valid point. So, you know, that it's a tricky thing. So far, you've brought up two different times, and we've talked for just a couple minutes, this amazing trait that I see in in brilliant leaders and amazing people, which are, um, you can master two different things, opposites at the same time. And when you talked about the culture of Blackheart, you talked about this innovation and there's, there's being open and at the same time being true um, to yourself. And so you're 
you're there's this change and at the same time it's staying that there's things staying the same and then you just said it again in the way about having having your voice when you are definitely listening and being respectful and you're at the same time making sure that you own your voice too and i think that is brilliant so <laughs> thank you i was really excited no i just i think it's an important point because i think sometimes it gets lost in um you know, there is something to be learned from others with experience. So you have to listen, especially when you're younger and and young in your career, but also keep your own, you know, it's an important point. Yes. And I'm, I'm bringing this up now just because you're in the arts and in music, the music industry. Something that I learned at a very late age was that I always tried to um, learn from everybody, all these mentors. And it was like a science that I was approaching leadership. And there's some science and there's art. Yes. Thousand percent. Yeah. It's a thousand percent. It, it's kind of like a sieve. You have to be a bit of a sieve and, and, you know, take the the big points in, but don't compromise who you are. That's a gorgeous analogy. It's perfect. Oh, thanks. It's those little, those words, like word association. We do a lot with word clouds here. So that's a, that's a perfect word association that when we're in a situation, we can think of being a sieve and take the big points that are important and let the other things fall through. Right. Do you have that? That's perfectly in line with the next question, which is, do you have any principles, practices, mindsets that you used in your career, on your career path that you believe would be helpful guidance for our young leaders? No, I can't use the word perseverance enough. I think that people, I, I see a lot of people frustrated and, you know, we're obviously living through an incredibly frustrating, tough time. But I think that there's there's a few things in that, which is you have to take your situation and find the positive or find the moment out of it. And, you know, this has been a learning experience for all of us, no matter how experienced, how famous, how successful. It's kind of been an interesting um, equalizer because no one's been through this. So I think there's a lot of lessons you have to take out, and and you have to understand that life is going to throw things at you, and you're not going to always be able to control it. So forget the thought that you'll ever be able to control anything in a way, um, and you have to make do with what you have and make something wonderful out of it. So, you know, perseverance has been a huge thing for me um, in terms of I really, when there's an obstacle, I don't give up. I find a way around it. And it's an important, important point that I think um, is the hallmark for people that do get to uh, do achieve their goals and, and their dreams. So perseverance and ad- adaptation. Yeah. There's something you said that I think is a very positive um, thought to emphasize. You said something about it. nobody's ever been through this and it's a great equalizer right now. Yeah. When that happens, that really shakes things up and, and opens up new opportunities. Yes, a thousand percent. I, I think that this pandemic has 
accelerated certain industries and certain areas of industries by years that maybe we wouldn't have gotten to as quickly as we have, particularly in technology and everything that touches. And, you know, what used to be technology used to be its own industry. It's no longer. Everything's technology. Every every business incorporates technology. And that's a good thing. And I think, you know... We're in an interesting time, too, with so many generations in the workforce. So you will find people that are resistant to that because it's different for them and they don't understand it. But and you have to approach it in a way that's, um, you know, that's an opportunity of people who are young is being able to be teachers in that way, but in a way that's um, respectful. It, the audience for Consequential Flowers, Carrie Ann, is, is also part of uh, a, a, an initiative that we just started um, with Penn State that's called Project Water. And it's to be transformational. And actually, it's to bring technology students into companies that aren't technology companies and oh to God, break down amazing. those barriers. That's amazing. That's so good. They need it, you know? Like, there's there's a lot of industries that are becoming antiquated because they haven't incorporated and they just don't know how. So that's amazing. That's so good to hear. Yes. And one of the main traits of those students in the technology um, community who are coming into those companies is their ability to educate. Right. To educate. In a respectful way, right? In a respectful way. Yes. I think that's a very important part of, of that relationship is not making people, you want to do it in a way that it doesn't put people back on their heels and it doesn't put people down. It doesn't, you know, make them feel old or whatever it is. You have to do it in a way that's, you know, uh, where, where you understand that as much as you can teach, you can also learn in other facets. Teach and learn again, another opposite that's perfect. Yeah. We would it, we would not have been speaking now. I would have not reached out now had I not watched the Bad Reputation documentary. It added a whole new dimension to Joan Jett and Blackheart. Can you just talk about why you made that movie? Yes. Um, I made it without being insulting to, to younger people. <laughs> I think people have forgotten how hard it is to achieve your dreams and goals and that you cannot let anybody steer you off your path, which Joan did not. She she was told no innumerable times from the time that she started at 15 years old playing guitar when girls did not play guitars. She was rejected by 23 labels. So she said, you know what? You know, her and, and my father was her partner. And they started selling records out of the trunk. And, and Blackheart Records was born. So... It, now we're we're multifaceted. It's so, you know, I really wanted to tell the story of um not giving up and and being completely authentic to yourself and to keep going because you will find obstacles no matter what. And you know, don't be fearful of it. It's just part of life. You learn from it and it's that much sweeter on the other end. You show how Joan Jett and Blackheart 
finds a way. And when I saw that movie, I named the month and then I found a way to, to connect with you. And that's why I think us talking right now is just demonstration that if we want something badly enough and it's right, we find a way. Carrie Ann, you've helped our members learn about how to find a way and so much about leadership and perseverance in this most difficult time. We at Consequential Flowers have a goal to always give back more than we get, and we mean it very sincerely. So we're asking you, after you've helped us so much to inspire and teach us, what can Consequential Flowers do and our members, our community do to support you, Carrie Ann, and Blackheart? Listen to our music. Listen, you know, go go um, check us out and and check out all our artists and and listen to our music and and tell people about who we are. And I want to say too that if anybody in the community, you know, wants to reach out to me, I'm always happy to talk to women coming up in the world and um, you know any way I can help. You are so generous and genuine and just so bright. And we need this, our world needs this kind of energy right now. And we're very grateful, Carrie Ann. Thank well, you. I have to say the same of you for, for doing this, for what you're doing is so important because, you know, a lot of people when they're first starting out, they think, oh, it's only me. But no, it's a shared experience. And, and it's really wonderful that you're shedding light. We're all here for each other. Thank you. Thank you.